When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Rivers Casino. And I was at the gym today. Everywhere I go, after Joel Embiid had his surgery, everybody wants to know, when will the big man, Joel Embiid, be back? So let's bring in, this guy's unbelievable. He was all over the Joel Embiid injury news. Shams Charania, of course, the lead insider for the NBA, for the Athletic and Stadium. And you've got your own show, Run It Back on FanDuel. Shams, we appreciate your time because I know you are busy, very busy. Appreciate you having me on, John. Obviously, trade deadline week, you have Joel Embiid's injury, Zach Levine's injury around the league. So definitely a lot of uh, notable situations going on around the league. And I respect your hustle. I respect your grind. So if at any point you get a text or anything that you need to respond to, just put us on hold. Uh, but I'll ask you what people are asking me. How long do you think Joel Embiid will be out? I'm told that the hope is that Joel Embiid is going to have a return time timetable anywhere between one to two months. And he's going to be reevaluated. The team said after four weeks, I'm told it's likely going to be anywhere between six to eight weeks uh, before any, any type of a return. But at the end of the day, John, his rehab, his recovery, that's all going to play the, the biggest role in terms of a return timetable. Obviously there's optimism. There's hope that he's going to be back at, at the near end of the season uh, at the back end of the year. But until the you know the rehab, the return, also the team dynamics, where will the team be in that amount of time? Whether it's two months, a month and a half, where will the Sixers be in the standings? They've fallen, of course, to I believe fifth at the time of this taping in the Eastern Conference standings. Where will they be in about a month and a half to two months? That's going to be a major question, and 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 then you have to decide if you do slip out of the playoffs or the play or you're in the play-in. How do you dictate Joel Embiid? But this is someone, John, I've done a lot of reporting on. I've been discussing it for, for all year. He He's wanted to win a championship. That, that has been at the top of his mind. Everything he's been doing, the Sixers have been doing, it's about managing his body and getting him to the playoffs 100% healthy. And his body failed him at an inopportune time, at a moment where he was playing like the MVP frontrunner. He was playing like he was going to win another scoring championship this season. And he's been playing at, at the most dominant level we've ever seen him. He was obviously one of the best players in the league, the most dominant player in the league last year, and w was only better this year. So for Joel Embiid, for the Sixers, it is devastating. Yeah, you are so right. It's crushing. And this is the second time he's had a tear in the lateral meniscus. And, and you were all over it with your reporting. Excellent reporting this weekend when you disclosed it is a dislocated flap. And I had to Google that. I had to look that up because, you know, I've never heard of that. But I'm I'm hearing just from talking to people that the surgery, the result of the surgery, it's leaning on the side of best case scenario compared to worst case. I mean, he went in with the possibility, right, of the doctor having to do a full repair. 
that's why the Sixers, Joel Embiid, didn't exactly know the timetable going into the procedure. Because at the end of the day, I've spoken, John, to more orthopedic specialists this weekend than I have in my life. Because the term displaced flap, which is the exact term of the type of tear that Joel Embiid has in his meniscus. Usually you hear there's a meniscus tear. But this is a very specific word that I got from multiple sources over the weekend, that it's a displaced flap tear. And I had to talk to multiple orthopedic surgeons and, and specialists. And the, the word that I got, the usual process is you go in there and you make a determination. If there is a trimming, a shaving, that obviously is a shorter timetable. But if there is an opportunity to do a full repair, which is better for the longevity, but sometimes you can't do a full repair. That's what I've garnered from talking to doctors. Sometimes it's, you're just not able to do a full repair. That full repair would have meant an absence of multiple months, significantly longer than just one to two months for Joel Embiid. So um, by the results of this, it doesn't seem like it went the, the deja vu, the you know the, the three, four, five, six months route. Uh, but Joel Embiid has to rehab this. He's got to he, he's got to work work on this. This is not going to be uh, just a three week and then fourth week you're back on the floor playing. Uh, I think the Sixers are going to really be monitoring this, and Joel Embiid has to do. Uh, you know, a lot of rehab going into this. Yeah. So, so surmising, I mean, I kind of figure maybe, maybe they did shave some of the cartilage off and maybe it wasn't like the total repair, obviously. So like you said, Joel Embiid, when he's able to finally start getting going, the rehab and recovery, it's kind of going to be on him, right? To, to rehab as well as he possibly can to get back on the court. And then there's a ramp up. So, so is it kind of playoffs are a legit possibility then? Joel Embiid is a super smart guy. He knows his body more than anyone. I mean, yes, he has to listen to doctors and, and medical staff, but Joel Embiid has been through this. He's been through it with his feet, his knees, ankles, every part of his body, thumb, wrist, hand that you can think of. So I'm not going to doubt Joel Embiid's ability to rehab this, attack this in a very, very aggressive way. He's always been about that. And I think this year more than ever, he's wanted to – Every time I, I ask about Joel Embiid and where his mindset is at, it is the focus on this season, on winning a championship. And I, I don't think that that's changed. I think he's going to attack this rehab. I, I have no doubt he will. But where will they be as a team? And, and where will they stand in a month and a half, two months, a month, you know, one month plus? That's going to be the, tr the determining factor, along with his, his rehab and his recovery, as far as what do you do? Um, but there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, knowing Joel Embiid and, and just the way that his mentality has been throughout his career that he's going to attack this. Yeah. And you just talked about it. Can this team stay afloat where they're going to be? They've lost six or seven. I was in the locker room last night. The guys were talking about, we have to have a better mindset and, and play harder and have more of an edge. And obviously when you don't have your MVP, the leading scorer, it's tough, but you look at the schedule that's coming up. There's a lot of tough games. So fifth seed right now, is there a chance that they fall down to the play-in game? There's definitely a chance, but I think Tyrese Maxey, he's been at the head of the snake. He had a big-time performance in Utah over the weekend. Uh, last week, I, I wouldn't doubt Tyrese Maxey either, but I, I do think Daryl Morey, the Sixers, they're going to be aggressive working the phones. Is there a playmaking guard? Is there a scoring guard? Is there a pop that they can get offensively somewhere out there? They have expiring contracts. They have a bunch of capital in terms of three first-round draft picks. Uh, seconds, swaps, things of that nature, they're, they're going to be able to at least be out there and be active and make real offers to bring in a potential scorer for them. 
Yeah, and that's fascinating right now, Shams. Do you think, is is the trade market a little slow right now? Is it is it kind of people are waiting to see if there's something else that falls here? I mean, is it a little slow for two days out? It's somewhat developing gradually, but I mean, there's definitely conversations going on, active conversations. And if you're betting, do you think the Sixers make a move here at the deadline? Thankfully, John, I've never bet in my life. I, I, I think I, I think they're going to they're definitely going to be in position positions where they will have to make decisions. Uh, so I think they'll get close for sure. Now, whether they uh, pull that trigger, that's obviously Daryl Morey, Elton Brand in that front office. But they will. They are in position now. I think based on my conversations, where I think they're gonna they're gonna have realistic options if they want them at the deadline. Are there a couple names out there that you think? will be moved uh you know at the deadline maybe not necessarily the sixers but some of the top guys that you you think will be moved yeah i mean it's some of the top guys i mean you have to keep a close eye on dejounte murray what happens with with murray in atlanta what happens with the lakers uh daniel russell otherwise what happens in brooklyn they've got a few players spencer dinwiddie dorian finney smith royce o'neill that are available on the market um miles bridges in charlotte i think those are some of of, of definitely key names in the marketplace Hey, celebrity cook Steve Martirano is bringing his Italian-American cooking back home to Philly, where it started. Enjoy Martirano's Prime at Rivers Casino and Steve's famous meatballs with Sunday gravy, prime steaks, and more. So make reservations for Martirano's Prime on open table. I've been to the one in Fort Lauderdale. I'm glad it's back in Philly. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You think it's a really tough thing for Daryl Morey because obviously you don't know how Joel is when he comes back. So it's a question of, do we go all in and go for it this year? Or they've got all that cap room, as you said, over $50 million next year, expiring contracts. Maybe you don't go for it because of all that capital you have coming next year. I think it's twofold. One, it's if you can get a player in now that you can eat into your cap space because you have your cap space that, that, that you can you know work with in the summertime. So they, they might be viewing it as we, we might be fulfilling our free agency now. If you get a player on an expiring contract now or someone that you can fit into your books for next season that has a multiple year deal that you're just sliding in there uh, mentally just preparing for them to be on the roster because you do have cap space and you have that flexibility. So I, I think the Sixers are looking at all options. If that means eating into their salary space for the summer, if that means bringing someone in that could be on an expiring contract where they could bring that player back in the summer or they could you know, do a sign and trade, whatever. So I, I think they're keeping options open. I, I don't get the sense that the Sixers are married to all of their cap space. I also don't get the sense that they're willing to go all in on depleting it either. And you know Daryl Morey, he likes to be active. Uh, Shams Charania, the senior NBA insider for the Athletic and Stadium. I read that GQ article. Have you finally been able to eat lunch? Like actually <laughs> sit down and eat lunch because you're on your phone, you're tweeting, you got all the information around the NBA. I mean, this week's got to be nuts. Yeah, I skip meals uh, during trade deadline week for sure and draft week for sure, uh, but definitely not lunch. <laughs> and by the way, before I let you go, 
the fascinating thing that happened with Doc Rivers leaving the Sixers, getting fired, and now he's coaching the Bucs. He's going to coach in the All-Star game. Now James Harden, they've won, what, 25 of 30? They're looking like a real contender, the Clippers. And then Joel's injured. In the end, after this season is over, who do you think is going to be the last man standing amongst those? Doc Rivers, James Harden, or Joel Embiid? You know, it all shook out for the Sixers last year, changing places and stuff like that. Who do you think is going to be last man standing, the best winner out of those three? I mean, right now, you you have to say, I, I don't think I'm breaking any news. I mean, you have to say James Harden is in position right now. I mean, his team, uh, they've been just dominant since the new year. They, they're in position now. I think they're competing for the number two, number one seed in the Western Conference. If that team stays healthy, the Clippers have a chance to win a championship. I think they have less questions to answer than Milwaukee does with that coaching change defensively. Are they going to get a point of attack defender at the deadline? There's a lot of questions in, in Milwaukee. Obviously, a massive Joel Embiid question uh, as far as his timeline, at least at minimum being one to two months. That is a question mark for the Sixers. Uh, so right now, I look at who has the least amount of question marks, and you have to think it's the Clippers. Isn't that amazing? Because everybody in Philly was like, good riddance to James Harden. And now he's he's a legit contender. It's pretty wild. All right, Shams Charania, we appreciate your time. Anything happened while we were uh, doing this? Any any breaking news coming? Some mis- missed text, but I'm going to get back to him now. So oh, I appreciate I'm sorry. you guys having me. Thanks for the for, thanks for the call, and also uh, great work for you guys as well. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and, and Shams, uh, you've been fantastic covering the Sixers and Joel Embiid, and you had all of the injury information over the weekend. And we appreciate you informing Philadelphia about what's going on, and we're going to be following you to see what's going to be coming later today and tomorrow. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Shams. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.